Dads, moms, welcome, hello. You are listening to episode 104 of the Fade You podcast. We are recording late Thursday night, December 2nd, 2021. Who do I have here? This is a, this is a skeleton crew. Neil's in Hawaii. Chris Duke is bowling. Bowling. Which is dumb. Which is dumb, Joe. <laughs> which is dumb. Joseph is here. Joe, thanks for thanks for showing up. Yeah, I'm here, even though we just got absolutely smoked by fucking Den going 3-0 on that fucking game, but whatever. Oh, yeah, also shout out to Warren Sharp for his dumbass prop plays tonight, so wee! But yeah, and I'm shout here, out I made to, it. Uh, shout out to Taysom Hill for being scum. A Mormon. A Mormon. Just, hey, just like Kyle's USC fucking fan base. Fuck the Mormons. Ha 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 ha. Wow, we can go with that tonight. Oh, my God. Hey, Mart's here. Kyle, thanks for staying up past your bedtime. No problem. I'm just asleep on the couch. You are. You uh, you know, you need to practice these late night. You are a future dad. Like, in two Literal months, dad. Literal uh, two dad. Two months, an actual dad. You yeah, need to practice. I'm I'm fine with early wake up calls. That's not the, the same. You need to practice not sleeping at all. Uh, I know. <laughs> I was out till one o'clock on Monday night. Does that mean anything? No, no. because it's, it's going to be one o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock, and you'll probably get like an hour and a half sleep. And then at nap- various times. That's how it's going to be. Accept probably. it. Accept uh, it. Accepted it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. Well, we have no Neil. We have no Chris. We have Joe. We have Kyle. We have one other dad. We have a Merce. We have a very drunk, blacked Merce, and uh, somebody uh, with a lot of freckles. Riley, how many freckles? Riley, what was your drink of choice today? Uh, um, to all the listeners, to all the followers. Hey, listen. Let's go, Frex. Let's go, Frex. Um, what was my drink of choice tonight? It's hard to say. I started off with a shot of vodka. I then had a uh, Hendrix Martini up with a twist. Oh followed my by, god! Followed it, in by a, it was in a slut bucket too. Yeah, I'm sure but, you look. I'm sure you look super heterosexual drinking that in followed, Oklahoma. Followed by two glasses of wine. With maybe three seltzers, and anyways, no, we're having a good time. Happy to be here. And we are um, no, uh, no Jack and diets in honor of your dad. I did have I did have a double Jack and diet along the way somewhere somewhere I did. I would never forget I'm, about you. I'm having I'm having one right now in your honor. Yeah. Wow, that's that's special right there. So, so um, but hey, uh, hey, Matt, I'll. If if you don't mind, I'll just segue into it. Go for do it. whatever you want, Freckles. Yeah, drive I'm, drive uh, the bus. So right now it's eleven o'clock, and I got to be at the airport at about five a.m. Going to a bachelor party. Oh wow! Uh, and we're going to the Phoenix Coyotes game versus the Vegas Knights. Oh, my favorite. What's the so, bet? What's the bet, well, Ryle? Well, listen, listen, I listen. I don't know. I want to fill out the crew. I want to fill out the crew. I mean, it's it's going to be a square crew. It's going to be over to favorite. Can we do? Can we do? Yes, goal. First ten minutes. That's a good one. Yes, goal. First ten minutes of the game. Joe, I'm in. Probably like minus one sixty, isn't it? Well, no, 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 no. It depends on the teams. It's usually like pretty close to even. Yeah, it's, it's a little 120, 125. It depends, yeah, it depends on the team. Like the Golden Knights That's, are actually a good yes first ten team. But Joe, they're a good first ten minutes team at home. It, yeah, Golden Knights home games, but, but this they, one is but, in the but, desert. 
They are playing. So should dick, we? Should we? Bullshit desert dogs. <laughs> should because we advise our drunk dad to bet maybe no goal? But he doesn't roll that way. He no, wants, he's not. He's he not wants to. Over. He wants a goal. The dad needs so, a goal. So 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 Joe and Matt. I mean, how, how should we approach this? Should I should I fill out the bachelor crew? Should I fill them out? Oh, or I think or should, right. I just, or should I just say, hey, let's fire it right now? Or for the viewers that are listening, <laughs> the viewers stay tuned and and probably by about four p.m. Central Standard Time, we're gonna have a bet for you guys. See, this is the thing about everybody that's listening now is, uh oh, we've just lost Riley. He's picking up the phone. You guys are looking at the uh, a very inside look into how some of our drunk brains look. Even though that, even though Riley's probably the squarest better of us all, you get to see an inside look there. Hopefully, we get it back here because that was it's, pretty entertaining. But it's it's kind of like what the group text looks like. Oh, there he is. <laughs> He's coming back. Yeah, we'll probably, we can... I, it was probably his wife that called. So we'll see if we can get him back. Well, what we are going to talk about this pod, once we figure out a bet for Riley here for his NHL game tomorrow, we do want to talk a little college football. There's some uh, some conversation that's been happening about transfers, coaches. Uh, apparently, people think it's still the, the 1990s in college football. So Joe and I will talk about that. We do want to get into some NFL Week 13, uh, despite what we just saw in the Cowboys game. Riley, you're back. How about this? I am back. How about yes. you could do goal first 10 minutes. You could do that. You could also do a first period over one and a half. I feel like since it's the Coyotes, that won't be juiced that much. You get a power play. You get a random goal. You get one, one or two, nothing after the first period. And it's a bang. Yeah, Riley, you're going to want to root for goals. There's no fucking way you're going to root against goals. Um, I think you got to go first 10 minutes, yes, goal in the game. Then you just root, and then maybe fire the dog for like half a unit, and then if you bang the first 10 goal, you're good. What are you yeah, doing? So, so, hey, I got, I got the phone to my ear right now because, uh, um, I don't know, somehow my microphone got messed up, but... All we Hear can see is your ear and like <laughs> 90 freckles on your neck. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can fix this. Dude, you're good. Oh, you can't hear us. Hold on. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm thinking we're going to, I'm going to push the over, over a goal first 10. But listen, as you guys know, with bachelor parties, this is not something I can force upon people so so for the listeners i i will push it but um we will have a bet we will have a bet fired up i will i will post a nice little video with the crew and uh we'll see what they want to bet we'll see what they want to bet i can't force that shout out shout out book it with trent just do a little cook sesh with your boys and then you know let's just see what's going on i expect to see a tweet and from the fade you count we'll retweet it and we'll say if you want to fade the bachelor party do so at your own peril but the dad is going to be there and the dad is going to see goals whether it's (laughs) goal in first 10 minutes whether it's over one and a half goals in the first period i don't know what they're going to cook up can we set a line, Riley, about um, chances somebody gets kicked out of the game? Uh, these guys are these guys are silly, but they're not that silly. They're like we got a we got a dentist. We've got like some guy, some guy like legit works with NASA. We've got some other fucking guy that like, these guys are like they're kind of sophisticated and but, a merce i mean you're a sophisticated merce so it's okay no 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 these guys are kind of elite but yeah but you save lives they don't they just do useless shit you're the real hero there so they should listen to you uh, uh, joe we can have that conversation mm. nurses save lives mm. but now i'm now i'm on public now i'm on see see joe now i'm on public record 
hating on the nurses, man. Like, come on. You, you are one. <laughs> yeah, you are. You can shit on nurses all you want. You are a nurse. <laughs> yes, like, no, I am. Riley, you are, uh, you are elite in my book. Elite. And that's all that matters. Baden elite. Elite. Matt. Matt, I did not know what COVID toe was. <laughs> <laughs> but now we know. We learn. We, we learn. That's learned. all that matters. And we also learned that uh, Taysom Hill is not a good quarterback to bet on tonight. Uh, Joe, Den went 3-0. and Den got first quarter with 59 seconds left, and he got first half with about five seconds left. So, you know, again, like we reiterate, this is a long-term enterprise. And even Den is going to catch some breaks every now and then. And uh, for every two yep. of those, we get three that go our way. So it sucks tonight, but in the long run, we're going to be just fine. Yeah, it sucks. We can all get drunk and emotional like Riley and fucking be upset about our L's, but it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> we got a, a, a gigantic slate of football this weekend. We got big dick football tomorrow. We got big dick football all day Saturday, and obviously Sunday and Monday. So I'm not stressed. Den's going to fire. What's the over-under on amount of bets between now and Monday? Fucking 45. So going to say 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have plenty of action, and it's going to be a good time. We're going to be yeah. okay. He, when you're Den and you bet first quarter, first half, and full on a road fave, Typically, you're not going to get a touchdown with under a minute left, and you're not going to get a field goal with under 10 seconds left cover first half. So anybody out there who sees Den's 3-0 and tonight and thinks, oh, man, he's sharp. No, <laughs> no, he's lucky. He got lucky tonight, and he will not get lucky in the long run. So anyway, uh, yeah, Taysom Hill. Kyle, how many, intercept- how many interceptions was it? He only had four. I don't four? understand. Simeon, he only had five turnovers last oh, week. Man, hard to watch on offense. Dude, you know what really upsets me, though, is I was like, pregame, I was like, dude, I'm going to fire the Taysom Hill rushing yards over. It was like 45. I'm like, that's got to wow. be an easy bet, and I fucking forgot. And then wow. he rushed for like 105. <laughs> like Joe, he rushed God for like 90 in the third quarter. Yeah. It's, wow. So that I, I fucking hate that, man. Just like if my aunt had a cock, she'd be my uncle. Same thing. I just fucked up, man. I just fucked up. Kyle, did you catch his uh, his hand hitting the Cowboys guy in the first? Did you see the splint on his middle finger on his throwing hand? That seems hard to throw a football with a fucking splint on your middle finger. Well, maybe he should have stuck his head in the ground and done something to fix it. Uh, and you did the Saints in your contest, didn't you? Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, every <laughs> time I have a contest play, and Den comes on the opposite side. I'm pretty sure Den is like ten and zero. So you should just shouldn't play Den if I'm on the opposite in the contest because I can't catch a freaking break. Hey Joe, have the Saints covered since Jameis got hurt? Shit. Um, yes, they covered in Tennessee. They did. Oh, my God, they did on that. They should have won that game if they didn't get that fucking bullshit uh, roughing the passer call. Yeah, that was the ref game. But, man, they they lose to the Falcons. They cover against Tennessee. They get the shit kicked out of them by the Eagles. They get the shit kicked out of them by the Bills. And then they don't cover tonight against Dallas. So, wow. Guys, Uh, that's good for our Niners. Yeah, the our Niners. Yeah, the, yeah. the Saints are us Niners out of the wild card. Just every week, man. Okay, let's transition. So we talked on our last pod about college football coaches abruptly leaving and taking new jobs. And that prompted certain players who had committed to those schools to decommit, to transfer and follow coaches and things like that. And Joe, do you want to just give some context to the, the Twitter back and forth? And I don't think any of it was disrespectful, but to give some context, Fresno's coach leaves 
He goes to Washington. Hayner transfers to Washington. He, he leaves Fresno. People are upset about it. Fans are upset. They say it's the honorable thing to do to stay at Fresno. You got to stay at the school. You got to go in the bowl game. And Joe, just give your position and I'll kind of echo your thoughts. Cause I think you and I are on the, on the same page here. Yeah. I was just looking at, I mean, might've found the worst Twitter of all is uh, Fresno state football Twitter, apparently. Cause I was like, just, I saw a couple guys just go out and say, fuck Jake Hayner and fuck Kalen DeBoer. And I'm like, dude, you guys are so fucking stupid. If you think that Fresno state is like this program, that's like a fucking factory to get players to the NFL. Like what's the, goal of head a head coach get paid as much money as they can and coach at a big school and win a national championship none of that is happening at fresno state and that's just a fact no matter what your fandom is like we go you got to understand what the situation is and then jake hayner yeah while he was a heisman contender while he was you know a fucking good quarterback he's not getting the same national exposure to a wider audience against better teams at fresno state as he would elsewhere at the University of Washington. So it's it made all the sense in the world to me. While yes, I'm upset. It sucks. My my, you know, the quarterback that I've rooted for is leaving, who is a fucking really good player that was that Fresno State was lucky to have is going to a different school, but I don't blame him whatsoever because the difference between getting drafted as in the 5th and 6th round or at all versus getting drafted in the 1st and 2nd round much higher payout. So it's worth it to him, and it makes sense to me. And everybody that's emotional saying, like, fuck Jake Gaynor, you're like, dude, fuck you. You're just an emotional little homer bitch. Just let the fucking dude make the right decision, which it is in this case, to go to the other school. And there's many other players that are doing the exact same fucking thing throughout the country. That's what the that's reality now. Amateurism is dead. <laughs> you're going to go where you're going to make the most money, whether you're a coach or a player. And that's not happening at Fresno State. So, and you know, I accept the reality. So it's all, you know, I'm, I'm, while I'm sad, I understand it. And it's not going to keep me up at night. Yeah, I mean, that's why I tweeted out. Amateurism is dead. College football now is basically professional sports. It's been this way for a few years now since we saw conferences realign, since we saw coaches get up and leave. And since we saw the transfer portal open up after COVID, like if you have hurt feelings as a fan, because a kid, how old's Jake Hayner, Joe? 21? 20, 20, 20. 20. Yeah. If you're pissed off because a kid is making the best, I best decision for his future, then get the fuck out of here. I don't know what to tell you. You're living in 1990s fantasy land where coaches stay at one program, where players stay at one program and stay through their senior year, that has been dead for years. Right. This- and, and, dude, and what pisses me off, too, is, like, you know, a lot of Homer fans – I mean, uh, granted, I am a Homer fan, but I'm also a realist. Like, Fresno State is – there's not a competition between them and, and University of Washington or any other, you know, Power 5 school. They don't have the same stadium. They don't have the same facilities. They don't have the same recruiting classes. It's just a fucking fact. And you people don't see that. They see like, oh, I grew up in Fresno. It's this fucking huge, great program. Like, yeah, it's good for the Valley, but you can go anywhere else in California in any Pac-12 school, and they're going <laughs> to they're, they're gonna beat them or everything else is better. The academics, the teams, the facilities, the coaching, it's all better elsewhere. And again, people can romanticize college football and say, oh, kid from the Valley, go to Fresno State, stay there four years, get drafted. Like, if that's your belief, then enjoy Fantasyland. Have some good days when you go there, but the rest of us are going to live in reality where there's a lot of money at stake and guys are going to make decisions that are best for their future. And, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know, people that get upset about this stuff, like what rock have you been living under for the last 10 years? Kyle, where do you come in on this? I mean, where do the elitist USC fans come in on this? I mean, it's 
pretty much what you said, Joe. It's it's now a business, and you know, no offense to Fresno State, I think what they're doing or were were trying to build was great, but your coach leaves, goes to Washington. If he wants to bring you along, you you go because, like you said, would I mean, maybe he would have been a fourth rounder. I don't know how many years of eligibility does he have left. One more. Just one more. Yeah, I mean, you go and try to become a second or third round pick. And who knows, maybe he falls out at a Pac-12 school and he he's next year's version of Mac Jones. Who the hell knows? But, I mean, who? I, I, I don't get it. Like, you don't have to have an allegiance to a school. Uh, you got to think for yourself. And if you're that talented, you go to where you can get to the next level because, let's be honest, that's why you're playing the game is to try to get to the next level. And if you're not, uh, I mean, that's cool. But that's probably a very small percentage of college players. And, Joe, the guys that said, well, the Carr brothers got drafted and and David Carr got drafted number one overall. Dilfer got drafted. It's a different game now. There is so much more money at stake now than there was even 10 years ago that you it's it's apples to oranges. Yeah, it's it's not even close. And not to mention, like Painter has a hundredth of the hype that Derek or David Carr had. You know, Fresno State got up to number six in the country with Derek Carr and was a top ten team with David Carr. Fresno State can't even finish in the top fucking 25 with Hainer right now. So it's not like, you know, it, it's just it's just a totally different set. You know, you you it, it makes complete sense for him to leave. And for anybody else that doesn't feel that way or is all butthurt about it, then fuck you. Pull your tampon out and fucking look at reality. Amen. On that note. Let's take a quick break, and on the other side, let's get into some NFL Week 13. We saw the Saints not be able to put up much of a fight tonight, but we'll look at the rest of the slate, including a big Monday Night Football between the Bills and the Pats and some other really interesting games, a really ugly slate. There's a lot of teams that no one is going to want to touch, so we'll talk about maybe which ones of those might people be overlooking. So we'll do all that on the other side. Riley, how much – research have you done for the nfl slate uh not much not much for this week perfect then we'll just wing it let's wing it all right i do a lot of research matt sorry yeah let's uh let's start with joe this was a debate we really wanted to have chris on but he's probably bowling a 99 right now let's be honest chris probably sucks at bowling right Chris sucks at all sports. He couldn't fucking play varsity sports in high school. <laughs> he just rode the bench. Riley, wasn't he on JV basketball as a senior? Correct. 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 Wow. Oh, he's not even here to defend himself. All right. No, that's fine. He just he doesn't have to be here. Hey, uh, fun fact though, Riley was an all league soccer player. Yeah. At St. John's Bosco in, in Southern California. So that's no fucking wow. joke. Correct. That's no small feat, Riley. Correct. That is correct. And you, but even though soccer is not a real sport, but we'll still respect it. <laughs> Riley, you also, played some. You played some basketball the other day, did you not? I also played uh, volleyball in high school. Yeah, I played. I played basketball the other day here at the University of Tulsa. How about when, 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 when University? A quick, when a, when a quick zero and six, and so what do you, what do you do when that happens? You commit yourself to defense. You commit yourself to passing, to rebounding, to putting in effort. Keep cutting. Keep cutting. Get open. Make play up. Get that up. Always play good. Okay, Kmart. I feel bad though because like people, we people aren't used to full court. This is full court, and like when you go down there and you shoot right away. And you miss, people are like, fuck you, you know? <laughs> All right, Riley, enough about that. Let's talk about the NFL. Well, real quick, when 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 basketball, rec league basketball didn't go Kyle's way, he famously picked up the ball and drop kicked it across the court. And uh Kyle, was it were you 
Were you mad that you weren't fouled? What would, do you remember what it was? I, I was mad because the refs weren't protecting the players on either side. It was more of a statement for both teams because a lot of guys were getting pissed. So it was the end of the game. I showed my frustration and I did my best Randy Moss impersonation. Beautiful. I also, I also threw my shoe at him. Good. Very good. All right. I don't know how we're going to segue to NFL week 13 <laughs> from that, but we're going to try and we're going to start with the Ravens and Steelers because Chris is not here to defend his position, but Joe, you've been fading the Steelers every single week and against the spread you are doing how well? 64% ATS is fading the Steelers on the season, which is second best against any team in the NFL. Only one worse is the Jets, which are dog shit. So, you know, I mean, it's just been an auto fade for us every week. Kind of simplifies our five picks for the circuit contest. We just look at whoever's playing the fucking Steelers at the other side. And, and you're doing although, it again. You're doing it again this week. Confirmed doing it again this week. Okay. Baltimore minus four and a half, which might be one of the squarest plays on the slate. But, you know, I mean, shit, dude, it's it's as a square bet, it's one, two. So it's. It's not something that we even hesitate to do. So, you know, we have two of us. There's five picks we need to make. One's already decided every fucking week, and then he gets two and I get two. So that makes it a little bit easier. Well, but it's so, a- no, it, it is. It is one of the squarest plays I can possibly think of. The whole world is going to be on the, the Ravens. I mean, one of the book needs is going to be the Steelers. And, Kyle, this is where it's hard for us to be kind of old because – for our entire life, we're used to Ravens Steelers being a slugfest, a three point game, a defensive battle. Dude, I still remember the Steelers down years ago when Troy Polamalu just times the snap perfectly, meets the ball and takes it for six. And I was on the Steelers that day and it was just crazy because, I mean, back then a $100 bet was like life or death. <laughs> Well, no, it's to your point, this is what we remember. Yeah. But we have to now also consider the current reality that Ben Roethlisberger looks like a corpse. And so (laughs) he is a corpse. I was watching uh, Man in the Arena episode three yesterday, and Tom Brady played Big Ben in 2004 AFC championship game. (laughs) <laughs> and Big Ben was like a different human being. He was like fat, but he was skinnier, and it looked athletic as fuck. And people bouncing off of him, and his yeah. fucking he had a cannon. And now he's the exact opposite of all those statements. You're exactly <laughs> right. He used to shake off would be tacklers and avoid sacks and and get out of there. And and now he can't do any of those things. So, Kyle, what do you do with this game when the whole world is on the Ravens? But how can you possibly bring yourself to take the Steelers, given that Big Ben looks like he should have retired three years ago? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I ended up picking the Steelers again. It was just more of, as you alluded to, slugfest, defense. I can just... I haven't been impressed with the Ravens all year. I think I've said it way too many times on this pod. They, I think, have been the five overtime games now. They've lost some games they should have won. They've won some games they should have lost. So I'm just not that dead set on them. Uh, I think the Steelers' defense can contain. No one's going to stop Lamar if he's healthy, but hopefully contain, keep it within the spread. But, you know, I don't really give a shit if, if the Steelers lose by 20, because my contest at this point is shits and giggles. It's a hard one. I mean, we're used to these AFC North matchups being really tight, really close. But I mean, Joe, maybe there is something to the fact that the books can't quite accurately factor in just how depleted the Steelers are. I mean, Chris brought it up that, in this matchup, what was it? The Steelers is a dog or Tomlin is a dog or, or I don't know what it was. Something about this rivalry that they're all three point games and you, and you made a good comeback and you said, well, that was before Ben Roethlisberger was way out past his expiration date. 
Right. And, and I think a lot of it too is Vegas can't hang a number like six, like it could, probably should be because of the Pittsburgh Steelers national following too, because they know they'll get murked on that number. So they have to be very calculated and careful of the number that they fire with this matchup. So it's, you know, it, it, and that's part why I think the Steelers have been fadeable is because you're finding value between the number versus w- what it should be versus what a book can hang because of what sides are going to be bet. So that's what one of the reasons why we pick the Steelers to just fade every fucking week, and it's been successful. I mean, it should be the best fadeable team in the entire NFL if the fucking Chargers didn't shit their pants last Sunday or two Sundays ago on Sunday Night Football. Then they would be tied with the Jets as the worst ATS team in the, in the NFL. So, I mean – it's I just watched the game. I've watched a lot of Steelers games and I just see, wow, this is a shit team with a shit quarterback and it's it's working out thus far. So we'll see what happens. You I mean, know, sorry, Joe, I was going to say, Matt, we, we were talking about it last year when I, what did the Steelers start 13 and 0? And I mean, I said it a couple times. This is the worst undefeated team I've ever seen in my life. So this season, I, I don't know how Chris argues with Joe, because like I think everything Joe said is pretty brilliant there i i can't argue with that uh with what he said makes total sense yeah i mean the argument for pittsburgh is tomlin is a dog like i've heard that a lot this year and there's been a lot of games where they haven't come through like i don't know we talk about fade you narratives and maybe this is one where you just well that's i mean isn't that to the point though like you know say we're on a side to say it's basketball, for instance, and in the underdog, you know, comes out shooting hot, they're eight for 10 from three, you know, regression. You just, you take that live number because you know, they can't keep it up. Isn't that the same for all this against the spread bullshit? You see us, you see some trend where it's 19 and three and you're just like, Oh my God. But isn't that the narrative to then fade it? Because that is really hard to continue at a pace like that. Well, yeah. I mean, you can look at the Cowboys. They started the season eight, no, or nine, and whatever the fuck it was, ATS, right. and then they, they lost four straight or three straight, whatever it is. But like, yeah. there's they're due for regression. But I feel like the Steelers haven't hit their regression point yet because they've just played like shit, and yeah. they've just done uh, like the Charger game was a fucking anomaly. Like that doesn't happen. That you know, it was just wild. And then even week one with the Bills, like. They covered against the Bills because they had a fucking pick six, a blocked punt, and all this other bullshit. So, yeah, while that means their special teams and, and defense is playing well over the long term, I think that's just a shitty football team. And there's, you know, a lot of people I'll echo that. And, yes, it is the Den side, which is <laughs> which throws this off, too. And that's what Chris argues more than anything is Baltimore 100. We're going to be on Pittsburgh. My money is going to be on Pittsburgh. My context entry will be on Baltimore. Yeah, it, it's, it's a good point. And I don't know, the Steelers to me feel like at this point, a team that's destined to go, I don't know, seven and 10 at best. They'll have a top 10 pick in the draft. They're going to be looking at their, their quarterback of the future, something like that. That's a good segue into also in the AFC North. Kyle, I got to let you take a victory lap on the Bengals. I mean, they have, I, I think, it, in my opinion, they're a year ahead of where I thought they would be. I thought they would still be kind of middling. They'd fire Zach Taylor after this year. They'd get themselves a real coach with some actual reputation. But they have been good, and they've been so good that they may make the playoffs, and Zach Taylor will probably keep his job, which is probably – Dude, they're in – Matt, they're in play for the number one overall seed. They could win the division. I mean, yeah. like Kyle said, Baltimore has not been that impressive. So – I mean, I think it's to their future detriment that Zach Taylor will remain their coach, but whatever. Uh, This is a really tough one for me because the stubborn part of me wants to take the Chargers after they lost at Denver and fade the Bengals after their blowout win over Big Brother, the aforementioned Steelers. But I don't know, Kyle. I mean, this Chargers defense sucks. So you're on the Bengals again. Go ahead and make the case for them. Yeah, I mean, I, the whole preseason, you know, Bengals phantom was all based on Joe Burrow. You know, how healthy was he going to be? And I think he's exceeded expectations from 
everybody but himself. Um, I mean, the connection he was having with Chase was pretty phenomenal prior to four games ago. They've kind of slid, but I mean, they got three great receivers, Mixon, even Perrine back there. Um, they, they, it's just a dangerous offense. Their offensive line is obviously substantially better. So it seems like they made a pretty good draft pick uh, to uh, Neil and my <laughs> chagrin. I was going to say, I wish Neil was here because yeah. clearly they didn't need Sewell because they're holding up just fine. Right. You know, defensively, they made enough key pickups and that team is, they're just gelling. Um, you know, Chargers, man, we, I think we all thought they were pretty damn good back in week four. And now it's kind of who have they actually beat? So to me, I, I ended up booking them at minus two and a half when it opened because just in case something silly happens at the end, but I think offensively they're going to be able to do whatever they want. I think defensively they're going to be able to get enough stops, you know, pretty square take not to go too much into it, but you know, the chargers, they just haven't shown, you know, consistency, you know, Joe mentioned it, another West coast team going to the East coast. So you know, it's just, just those factors. And I think I, I think the Bengals are kind of reminding me of, of the Niners two years ago, where, like you said, about a year ahead of schedule. So I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but they're building something that, that looks, you know, pretty nice to be a little small fan of for the future. Hey, Riley, can we get a guess the line by Mr. Riley English on uh, Chargers going to Cincy? Chargers going to Houston Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> uh, Chargers going to the Cincinnati Bengals is What's that the, the line next, What's that the, the next, line Is that next week That's this Sunday This week dad um, I would say that that is going to be um I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be Chargers. It's gonna be Chargers minus. It's gonna be Chargers minus a half. That's not a terrible guess. It is Bengals minus three, Dad. What? Yeah. So no you're 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 in the circuit contest. Why don't we're you giving we're argument? giving a lot of we're giving a lot of credit to uh, we're giving a lot of credit to the Bengals. To Joe um, Burrow, I think I think cop. I think they. I think they play. In, I think they play in a tough division. Um, Matthew Matthew Bone. One thing I wanted to touch upon <laughs> before before I let you go. Um, Are we losing you? No, no, not not quite yet. I think that I think that if I am looking at this slate right as as a um, as a contest participant. No, no, no. Just as like no, a, do it as a as, contest participant. That's what the, the people want. Or, Give us your top or top are you three. as a are you looking at it as a team fade den? I'm doing this as a like this is my top play this week. Okay, Ooh, what is oh it? Ooh, let's hear it. What is it? All right, because I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this slate, and if I am new to this gambling racket, I think the easiest bet this week. Is Raiders minus one? The is it easiest, down to one? Holy the, fuck. Easy, the easiest play this week is Raiders minus one. It's a fucking sure thing. It's how the hell is Washington going to beat the Raiders? Will you text? I mean, it's all, a sure thing. Will you text it's, all of that to Chris right now since you share an entry <laughs> with him? I, I would, sorry, my no, my nose is running. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, it is okay. So Riley, uh, the contest yeah. line is Raiders minus two and a half. You still feel the same? Raiders minus two and a half. Yeah, and it's been da- it's been bet down to minus one. Wow! So people are on Washington there, huh? <laughs> Hashtag fade Riles. <sighs> That's tough. I struggle with this. I struggle with this quite a bit. Honestly, if I'm, I if I'm, I'm, look, if I'm looking at this line, if I'm looking at these lines, I'm going, wow, the easiest bet possible is Raiders minus one. 
that's the I, easiest bet possible. I, I do agree with you, though, Riley. I, I'm one of the few that like the Raiders. Um, when I'm looking, I can't find anybody making a fucking argument for the Raiders. Everybody likes Washington. So, I don't know, dude. I, I, I it's Just like week one when the Raiders fucking covered against Baltimore, I could see them doing the same fucking thing against Washington. So, who knows? Dave Sherapan, nobody knows shit. Who else? Hey, what's Joe? What What do you think is your uh, what's your go to this week? Um, fuck, man. Uh, Broncos plus nine and a half. Broncos, yeah. Broncos are always just so because of the gif or because you actually like them. Because Teddy, <laughs> I love the gif. The gif is in the top three. Is it but, because of the gif or because you like them? <laughs> yeah. If anybody doesn't know, we have a gif in our group chat of like a person wearing a horse head. And like celebrating it in a Broncos jersey, but the gif is probably my number two reasoning, and my number one reasoning would be Teddy Two Gloves, who has a gigantic cock and covers spreads as a dog on the road like a god. So, and he's almost catching double digits in a division game. So, you know, recency bias. Casey figured it out. Oh well, we'll see what happens when Teddy pulls his you know what out. Hey, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Bone, real quick. Uh, one other game I want to touch upon before I dip out is this game here. Uh, the Eagles at Jets. Eagles are minus seven. Ooh. Um, Joe, you always talk about how you got to get the, you got to get that perfect mix between um, dog and square and, and square square like, and is, sharp yeah like like that that's how you that's how you break the matrix right it's like you got to find that perfect little mix i don't know um, about you riley but i'm not comfortable laying seven points with fucking jalen hurts at my, as my quarterback and that's and on that's the a, road and joe and joe and that's exactly why we got to go eagles here we got to <laughs> go eagles here joe I don't hate it, Dad. I just would not prefer it. Like, I feel like if people are looking, because typically the average better, they're looking through the line. They're going, okay, what what dog? What dog makes sense? What dog makes sense? And they're going to say, oh, wow, look at the Jets. They have Zach Wilson. They just got a couple wins. They're doing pretty, hey, they're doing I pretty well. I'm- oh, they get, a, they get seven points at home. Oh, my God. It's so easy. Let's take the Eagles here. Let's take the Eagles here. Um, I mean, I don't hate it, especially because, like I mentioned earlier, the Jets are the worst team in the NFL against the spread. So, and Joe, it's not that's terrible, but that's that could with, be an inflated line. I think that's with the Jets off an upset road win, uh, going back home, and the God. Eagles off a loss as a favorite. I don't know. Right, might is, be on to something. I, dude, I mean, I would bet we're, we're not going to bet that because then daddy, Den will be on Joe, Joe, can I ask you something else? Joe, have you seen silver linings playbook with Jennifer Lawrence with the Eagles parlay? Have you seen that? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got Kmart in now. We got Kmart. As soon as we said Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) A real J Lo. <laughs> oh, she's so, hot. she's so hot. All right. Well, I don't know. I tend, I tend. Hey, Joe, you and I both, we've talked about this. Um, I think that we have to bait ourselves. We have to mix in some faves, Joe. We have to mix in I some do, faves. motherfucker. I do. I I'm, know you do. I've I got 37 do. points in the contest. I've had several den side nasty favorites that I would never bet with my own money that have won. Probably you at do. least five to ten. No, Riley. you do. You absolutely do. You're right. I'm. I, no, I'm. I'm barking up the wrong tree for sure. But Riley, um, before you before you leave, I need you to snap call and over for us. Oh, wow! For the Check Sunday the slate. slate, I need you to snap call one over. All right. Let's see here. I'm looking at the board. Um, all right, my over for the week. Um, it's going to be the le- the least suspecting one. It's going to be. Um, don't don't just just be yourself. Uh, don't try I'm, to I'm going. Anybody. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Giants Dolphins over. 
Giants, <laughs> Dolphins, over. Giants, both of them suck. <laughs> Giants, I'm going Giants, Dolphins, over. Go ahead and at me. Go ahead and at me, Matt. What's your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle for the people uh, to, to at you? Uh, the, the the Gen Dad or something? No, it's not. It's like Riley, it. Riley Riley English sixty nine probably. Hey Matt, I'll um I'll 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 post it up uh tomorrow tomorrow morning. You should Riley, you should change your Twitter handle to Freck God. I bet nobody has that. <laughs> Freck God, okay. Yeah. yeah. Look for him for now at Riley English 04. Uh wrong. His bio there. says all Woo! things degenerate. So he's gonna degenerate over for us and tweet it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Hey, hey, I'll I'll book the goddamn ticket number two for all of you who do not believe I'm not a part of this. And let's get that Coyotes <laughs> Golden Knights play tomorrow as well. Coyote Golden Knights goal first ten minutes. Let's bet it. Come yeah. on, Riley. Yeah. Stay. Hey. Stay. Stay tuned on more bets on that game for sure. <laughs> there it is. All right. A few more minutes here. We, I really want to touch on another game that kind of like Raven Steelers has a side that no one in the world is going to want. And that is the Monday night football losers, Seattle Seahawks. Kyle, can you remind everybody what happened the first time the Seahawks and the Niners played this season? Yeah. The Niners should have been up something like 20 to nothing at halftime played pickled Dick pussy footed around Next thing you knew, they were down, and then they lost, and then I cried, and then I think I quit the NFL for 2021. Yeah, that that sounds about right. And what a difference a few weeks makes because the Seahawks are three and eight now, and they're now three and a half point home underdogs at home, and still no one in the world wants to bet this team after how they looked on Monday Night Football against Washington. That offense looked broken. Russell Wilson does not look like the same guy. I think you're on the Niners. So, like, this traditionally seems like such a trap spot. But tell me why it's not. Well, I hate the three and a half. I just am a homer, and I'm playing the Niners the rest of the season because I don't give a Baker's fuck. But – Pretty much what I said at the start of my little squarish pissed off rant is Niners absolutely beat the shit out of them in the first half and miscues, penalties, just bullshit. You know, it was seven nothing. Then before you knew it was like 21 to seven because of a pick and then a fumbled kickoff to my recollection. So Assuming they can clean some of that stuff up, you know, I think they can win, I don't know, double dig, even on the road. Like you said, I mean, Seattle's offense, not even last week, didn't look pathetic. It's multiple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. So Niners, you know, three straight weeks, offensively, defensively, special teams a little bit, I guess. They still got to clean up some penalties, you know, if they can play four quarters – I don't see why they can't cover three and a half against. I mean, I guess the only setback here is, you know, against a team that I guess now they're, they just want to mess with the Niners and, you know, kick them out of the wild card spot. So, you know, maybe Niners win by three. We all laugh at me, but I say, well, I got two and a half on Monday. So I still win. Fuck the contest. Joe, the three dead teams going into this week were the Saints, who lost tonight, the Steelers, and the Seahawks. Uh, Those are the teams that have looked god-awful the last few weeks. We're going to be on Seattle for Fade Den. 100%. Can they find enough to make this a game? Or is this just another example of the book's just don't know how to price this team in this situation in their current state. Come on, Joe, join the Homer side. (laughs) Like I said earlier, like I, I feel like Vegas can't hang like a, this number should probably be six, six and a half. It's very similar to that, that Steelers game. Correct. Yes. So 
I don't know. That's just what mind fucks me. I, it's a division game, so we don't really know. There's familiarity between both teams. You know, if if the Niners run the football on Seattle and then they can just play action, the Niners are going to win that game by a touchdown. But if the Niners struggle and somehow can't run the ball and the game falls on Jimmy G's shoulders and you're looking at then a matchup between Jimmy G and Russell Wilson, the Seahawks are covering that spread. They'll cover that spread or win outright. So that's my thoughts on it, and I can't. I'm just that one's just a little bit too close to the chest for me for me to be able to fire it in the contest. I feel like I'm reaching like it it's just too easy for me. So I avoid that. I fade myself. So we just stayed away from it. Kyle, not so much from a spread perspective, but from just a what do the Niners want to do offensively perspective, how much does Debo being out hurt them? Well, I mean, if you look at last year, um, it hopefully means they're going to use Ayuk in those receiver options, sprint options, you know, things of that nature. But he's not Debo. Um, you know, Debo is <laughs> special talent. He's done everything this season. So, I mean, to, to answer your question, how have the Rams since Robert Woods went out? Yeah, that's a good. That's so, a great point. It, it could be something really similar. Um, you know, hopefully Elijah Mitchell, hopefully rookie of the year can have another hundred yard game, get, uh, Jeff Wilson more involved. Cause I don't think Mitchell's body can take 30 hits a game, but you know, more power to him. but continue running that rock. Let the O-line push him. As Joe said, let, let it open for Kittle to make some big plays. I on the outside, you know, Sherfield's, you know, He's kind of the new Kevin Bourne. So, you know, it's it, Joe makes a good point. It seems too easy. So that's what brings in that little bit of doubt because Seattle always seems to find a way. Last game I want to get to is Monday Night Football. Uh, a really big one in terms of the AFC East. We've got the Patriots going to Buffalo, and this opened at three, and people took the three, so this is down to two and a half. Joe, can the Patriots possibly be this good? I mean, imagine being a Bills fan, and this fucking team has been winning your division for most of the last 20 years, and just when you think they're dead because Brady leaves, now they're back. And they've won, what, six games in a row. And here they are with this motherfucking rookie quarterback. And now they're in first. And as a Bills fan, you've got to just be like, what the fuck? Yep. This is uh, my partner, Jared. He is a Bills fan. And this was in his top five. And he wanted the Bills. And I'm going to talk him out of it uh, because the great equalizer is in play in this game, which would be weather. It's going to be a fucking snowy night and it's going to be a windy night. And who runs the ball better? The Patriots. I think the play only play here really is the Patriots or nothing just because I trust Bill Belichick to mind fuck Josh Allen. And I trust the Patriots to run the football and play good defense with shitty weather. So it's probably not going to make our contest, but it'll, I mean, it's going to be the den side. Well, the Patriots, will be the team we're betting on because then we'll be on the bills. So I'm okay with that. That's my quick handicap of that game. But yeah, I would be pissed if I'm a bills fan. Do you think (laughs) so, Joe? Do you think, I mean, I don't know the Patriots on a, on a six game winning streak. They're getting a lot of love right now. I I feel like that could be, I could almost see Den taking the points with them. I, I think Den's too dumb to know how well the Patriots are playing regardless of their, record i think he just goes oh wow bills went fucking far in the playoffs last year they have josh allen they've played well i'm firing the bills i mean den cashed on the pats last week they i'm seeing them getting 62 percent of the tickets right now and again that line opened at three and went down to two and a half people are taking the pats yeah shout out riley that's a hot under bet 
right now because that line is dropping like a fucking yeah with the weather yeah yeah it, it yeah it, like a rock in water dude it's going down because everybody's hearing the weather so we'll see what happens but riley will want the over in the monday night football game huh joe um i put i put my retainer in so excuse my lisp but uh <laughs> i'm not i'm not I don't know what to do with that game because, uh, believe it or not, I am a Buffalo Bills fan, and my because my dad's my entire my family from my dad's side is all from Buffalo. Whatever, they're all Sabers, Bills, diehard. Ralph Wilson, let's go. They have the they have the premier Buffalo wing. Whatever. Um. They have always been inferior to the to the Patriots, and I don't see that changing. I don't see that changing. I think that the Patriots, I think the Patriots win the AFC East. Um, and I'm sorry, I love Josh. I love Josh Allen. Um, I think he's a beast, but uh, dude, they're they're going in the wrong direction. They're trending in the wrong direction. The Patriots trending in the right direction, and uh, let's go Patriots! You're gonna you're gonna make that argument to Dookie for your fucking contest? Uh, I, I don't know. I I don't know if I'm gonna make that to Dookie, but uh, hey, hey, one bet that I do want is. The mother, f- let's go Eagles. Let's <laughs> go Eagles. Eagle cock. Mark Wahlberg Eagle cock. cock. Mark Wahlberg cock. <laughs> let me hear you. Let me hear you fly. <laughs> Kyle, where do you come in on on Bills Pats? Are the, is a rookie quarterback really going to go into Buffalo in the snow in the elements on Monday Night Football and win? Are these motherfuckers really going to do it? You know, Joe made a really good point with the weather. I, I can't argue his point. Great defense. We knew that defense would be clicking, getting those players back from their COVID layoff. Uh, Stevenson paired with Harris looks to be a – I don't even know if you can call that a one-two punch, but <laughs> that looks like a formidable – duo for years to come if they keep them together so mac jones really doesn't have to do much and i mean i ended up taking the bills because it was two and a half i'm thinking you know patriots have won six in a row kind of what you said rookie quarterback at some point he's gonna do like i've said it for a couple of weeks at some point he's gonna do something stupid at some point he's gonna lose them a game will it be on monday night i don't know but to what we've been talking about, I mean, it's the Bills, it's win this game for the AFC East or you're back to being irrelevant. So <laughs> win or be behind the Patriots for probably the next 10 years again. Yeah, that, that's well said. All right, we're running long, so we're going to get out of here. I am on Twitter at MatthewJames78. Joe is at Joe underscore knows underscore underscore three underscores. Three underscores. There it is. Three underscores. <laughs> 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 Kyle is at Kmart's underscore angles. And let's uh let's get out of here with this. Chris is not here. Riley, I don't know if I don't know if you hey, have the same. Affinity for poop is Chris, but will you just remind the listeners sometimes what happens when you bet on shitty poop? Sometimes you got it. Oh shit! Wait. Oh yeah. Uh, Sometimes when you bet poop, you're gonna step in it. You're gonna step in it. You gotta, you gotta bask in it. But trust me. God, Chris. As much as I hate that little guy. He's on to something. He's on to something, and um, his bank account goes in the right direction. His bank account account goes in the right direction despite what anybody else says. So that's all I got to say about that. Bet the poop. Bet the poop.
out of me.